Quite frankly, I think it's amazing that more people aren't eaten by alligators. There's places in Florida where you can just walk right up to them, and you think to yourself, this isn't safe, but they just sit there, and you just look at them, and at some point something bad is going to happen. <laughs> a little bit like some dates I've been on. <laughs> and if you were a shapeshifter, it would be a bad time to change into a miniature poodle. But maybe these swamp giants know better than to eat old nasty humans full of gumbo and, if I'm in the South, three... <laughs> Four baskets of hush puppies. I once read that to see an alligator in your dream symbolizes treachery, deceit, and hidden instincts. It may be a signal for you to take on a new perspective on a situation. It may also represent your ability to move between the physical, material world of waking life and the emotional, repressed world of your subconscious. In other words, this jerk is trying to steal my thunder. Get your own podcast, you reptilian Judas. This here portal is mine, and my listeners and I are going to walk through the heavy metal door that leads to our own repressed subconscious into a distant realm we call the Deep Night. I love repressing things with you. I'm Dale Sheever, and I am your fried foods loving host, your garrulous guru, and your guide through this hour of regrets and revelations and rising stars. We come to you as we always do from the foul banks of the Guanas, and we thank our sponsors of the show, the Guanas Souvenir Shop. Great time to stock up on all kinds of Guanas gear now that spring is here. Oh, it's gone. We're in summer now. There's no more seasons, just the evil ones. No renewal or slow illness seasons, just vividly alive or painful death. Everything's so extreme. That's why I like to play things loose, right in the middle of it all. The gray area. No real point of view, no enemies, no points that haven't been made already. Comedy for the mid-afternoon. To enjoy in the background while making tea or while you vacuum. So many people say that this show is a nice thing to ignore while cleaning. And I have the stats to prove it. <laughs> Friends, are you scared of vintage clothing? Me too especially clothes from the 1920s. They're all so small and dainty, and you can imagine someone having the time of their lives right before the stock market crash came and everyone had to wait in line for bread. I went to that toast place in San Francisco not long ago, so I know what it's like to wait around for bread. It's not fun. And afterwards, you're like, this is a $6 piece of toast? I have no skills, and I would die instantly in the post-apocalyptic world. I mean, if I can't make basic bread and then heat it, well, I don't deserve to be a part of the new colony. My guest today would do just fine on Earth, too. She spent enough time around old clothes to not be scared, and she's a terrific stand-up comedian with lots of good ideas about things. Lillian Devane is her name, and if that sounds like an aging starlet from the silent movie days, well, I don't know what her reincarnation story is, but she seems to be younger than me and full of vitality and not at all uh, frightened by cell phones, so I think she's of our current moment, folks. We talk about some of the places she's been and what's been happening for her in New York City, where she's a fixture on the stand-up scene. She hosts a couple of shows around town every Monday, uh, Hush Money, and another show at Max Fish. Uh, she's been featured on Risk, Nerdist, the Eugene Merman Comedy Festival, and the Women in Comedy Festival. Let's just spend some time now with comedian Lillian Devane.
get one last ship in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there it yeah, is. I got it. There it is. All right. Lillian Devane. <laughs> Hello. How are you? Doing great. How are you? Good, good. I'm always interested in meeting new people, and here you are. I'm here. <laughs> how I is it possible it. we uh, haven't met? Uh, it's How long have you been in New York? Um, About two and a half years or okay. so. Right. Just a little bit. But I feel like that first year, you're just like cowering in a corner. <laughs> right. I mean, I was. Oh, yes. Sweaty. Yep. Afraid. You yes, know? I do. Right? I know exactly what you're talking about. That's why it's good to season a little bit. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I don't want to reveal myself until I'm really ready. That's you know? right. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I got here right uh, sort of post-divorce and really got into it. Yeah. It was down there by the Gowanish. <laughs> Just showing everyone. Sobbing on the banks of the Gowanish. No. Uh, you have some big evening plans tonight doing shows? What am I doing? I do. Um, I'm doing a show at like 10 p.m. in a tiki bar, which I think sounds great. Yeah. Um, it's like 19 miles away from my home, <laughs> and I will not get home until 5 in the morning. Um, but it'll be really fun. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, I think a tiki bar is a great place to have a have a show, you know? Yeah. It just inspires weirdness. Yep, a lot of uh, fun cocktails, umbrellas. Yep. A lot of sugar. Uh, tropical fruits. Yes, pineapples, um, the whole deal. Maybe, yeah, I don't, do they still do the torches, or is that like the white supremacist like thing now? I we can't do torches now. No torches now. You we know? lost it. Yeah, that's what we- We that's didn't what, lose it. Yeah, they took <laughs> it from us. <laughs> they ruined it. Among other things. Oh my gosh. Well, uh, <laughs> tell me about Florida. Um. Yeah, gosh, there's so much to be ashamed of. That's where um, you were uh, born. Yes, yes. Uh, Polk I, City. Wow, you did your research. Named for our 11th president, James K. Polk. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, were you a Polkhead growing I did. up? <laughs> yeah, big, huge in my family. We were unstoppable. <laughs> That's the only flag we flew. Yeah. Um, no, it's funny. Florida, I actually, I went to Leon High School uh, where Faye Dunaway went, actually. Really? Which is a pretty good get. Does she um, have a plaque on the wall? Is there a no. trophy? Some kind of marker? I just, every time I went to the bathroom, I imagined her there, like, smoking. That was my own personal <laughs> tribute to Faye Dunaway. But I didn't realize until later, someone was like, oh, Ponce de Leon High School. I was like, no, it's just Leon. And then I'm like, you're an idiot. Of course it's Ponce. Like, everything in Florida has a weird, and right. I just, like, don't even think about it. It's right. so dumb. He discovered that high school he did it's the fountain of youth there uh but i'm also clearly a product of public education in florida if i didn't realize that that's what that was um but yeah florida's a bizarro place i don't go back often but got a lot of family there so yeah yeah. well thinking about a city named after a president it made me think that at some point they're going to name something after this guy yeah probably a jail but but that he won't see any part of it he'll be upset God, because you know. won't get a cut. Also, can <laughs> right? you imagine the like presidential library? Like, what is going to be no. in that? This no. isn't a bit. I'm just actually thinking about yeah, it. It's, it's concerning. I don't think it's going to happen. I really think this is an asterisk. I think, think we're just. This is like a Barry Bonds situation. We're going to just cut him out of history. Yeah, I don't think so. Oh, God. He doesn't show up to anything anyway. You're right. Why would he? Yeah, he's going to be like, that's a waste of money. We're not going to do a library. Yeah. Right? Well, I mean, unless he's really profiting off of it. Right. And there's like a food court inside that he's yeah, like the kids. Subsidized. The kids are ones you got to worry about. Oh, my but, God. Uh, what's uh, what's really happening, though, there in Polk City? I gather if you're on your way from Lakeland to Celebration, you'd probably oh stop God. in. <laughs> This is like uh, really triggering to be no. Um, uh, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. no, not at all. It's um, yeah. It's a very 
it's just a cultural wasteland, yeah. uh, Florida. It is. Because, well, uh, yes, well. I mean, we know that goes without saying. <laughs> I have to constantly apologize for my own state. So. But is there any state that's as hated and as loved as Florida? <laughs> no, it's such a bizarro. I mean, it's just, it, it, well, for one, it's enormous, right? It's yeah. a huge state. So there's we've got the, we've got Miami, which is its own Basically, its own other state. I right. mean, like, I'm from, like, scary, racist, middle of... Like, there's not even a beach to, like... Central Florida. Yeah, Central yeah. Florida is its own specific nightmare yeah. place. Um, my family's been there since, like, the 1700s, so we're, like... Oh, really? Really old. Like, I don't know why they never left. I'm like, guys, why didn't... You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, the 20s, didn't you want to go to New York? I don't know. Why didn't we leave? But we didn't. We stayed. Uh, but, yeah, it's just... It is it is a weird place because I think it started out as, like, a new frontier in its own way. So it's yeah. just the craziest people who are like, we want to just live on the beach and do drugs. And you're like, yeah, they're oranges. I don't know. There's so much there for people to just like go for. It's a, it's there's no, it's no man's land and every man's land. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of disappearing. (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean people that want to go there to get away from it, disappear, make something of it, and a lot of those frontier places get a little bit, uh, Mm -hmm. get a little bit hooky, for sure, a little bit spooky. I mean, it's also like that's Miami. You got immigration coming in. You got people wanting to make a go of vibrancy. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, some sort of fresh, lively, yeah. But also, yeah, it's where like serial killers end their sprees. (laughs) So like, we are also retiring in Florida because, but also like that's where you get. I mean, Old Sparky was like close to me. That's the electric chair. That's our cute nickname. Oh, oh, that is nice for the electric chair, where they had like a barbecue when Ted Bundy was uh, executed. Like, just so classy. Is that the mascot of Leon High? (laughs) Yeah, Old Sparky. Sparky. Just the charging Old Sparkies. Oh my gosh! Imagine Um, that. (laughs) Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. (laughs) Yeah, that's like that's my that's my culture is just like cheering for a man to die. You know. That's, I get it. I get it. I mean, we can all relate, but it's a little bit crass. You I mean, know? it's a place that I would be okay if it just kind of uh, sunk yeah. back. But also then I'm there and I think, ah, oh, this place is so strange, so profoundly weird. Yes. I kind of love it. Uh, a tropical New Jersey. For sure. I mean, tropical New Jersey, that's so true. It's its own distinct trash. But also, to be fair, to be fair, I have to give a little bit of like love to my home state. There is like a beautiful uh, national forest. We got the Everglades. Got the Everglades. We 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 just stand by the Everglades and point to it, and we're like, but th- but this is here, you know. Um, but there are like, I mean, it's a there are some lovely parts, but um, and Miami is amazing. Miami's also profoundly weird. It's and also profoundly weird. I went there for it's a two hour plane ride from New York. I had no idea. Yep. I like it's so Zip stupid. right down. Yeah. Yeah. You just like I get it now. I'm like it's a pipeline like 2 hours and then you're in the ocean with a piña colada, which is what I did and it was amazing. Last time I was there, I drove out to the Everglades. Oh really? And you see the alligators and all the wildlife just yep. there. Just yeah. sitting there. They're right there. Just I mean that's how everyone's baby dies too. That's not funny, <laughs> but in my hometown there were a lot of like got another toddler down it. Like Is the, that true? Yeah, pe- I mean, people are just... Small things disappear. Yes. Yeah. That's the other disappearing thing. Yep. It's like, you can't let your baby splash around in a wildlife, you know what I yeah. mean? But Devane, that sounds like you got some money behind it. Oh, thank you so much. Um, 
I. You're welcome. <laughs> that's my finest. Uh, I've risen above my past because a lot of people are like, I thought you were from Connecticut. And I'm like, that means the world to me that you thought that, <laughs> um, that I'm like a cold, uh, awful person. But uh, <laughs> no, I wouldn't say money. I mean, it's because of the capital. I have a capital V in my name. There which it is. is like, yeah. It's like a French Huguenot thing, which yep. makes you think that. My grandparents owned uh, a sand mine, which is yeah. not like you know a fortune, but uh, that was their that was their thing: mining sand well, for the highways. Sure. Well, yeah. I, as I understand it, we're running out of sand. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sorry, everyone. Uh, <laughs> I didn't realize there's a lot of roads to pave in Florida. A lot so. of concrete. A yep. lot of, uh, as you said, pavement. Mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. These great expanding uh, countries that yes. are that are on the rise. Yes. Big business. We're running. What are we going to do without the sand? I don't know. I mean, it's not for me to say. I'm just living off it. You so know? they came. They got to Florida and they say, "What are we going to do? Look at all the <laughs> sand." We're actually sitting on a sand gold mine. They said. The they set up all the, all the equipment to do that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how it works. I'm not my family business. Yeah, no, uh, I understand. You know, but yeah, that's what they did. I don't know. Should probably learn more about it. But. Yeah, you don't have a passion for sand. No, no, no. it did skip a generation or two, <laughs> oh, that's maybe. Too, that's too, too bad. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I could be convinced otherwise. We'll see. I'll just like go back to the land if comedy doesn't work out. You know, I think a lot of people will. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or the apocalypse, <laughs> whichever be... comes first. <laughs> a lot of homesteaders after a bad open mic. Uh huh. Um, now, with the uh, I don't, we, do you go back there though? Do your family still there? Um, my family's still there. I don't go back a ton. They're kind of scattered around, but we did go to Miami, like I said recently, yeah. for Christmas, which was like a wild. Fun oh, no, it was thing. a family trip. It was a little family trip. Yeah, it was fun. My family's broken and shattered, so whatever little pieces can pick up, we yeah. try to you know hang out. But Florida's a like yeah, it's not the best meeting ground. <laughs> you know, like, let's go to a neutral, like, not insane, charged place, you know? Sure. Like, we'll go to Maryland or something. Oh, yeah, there's that's n- the least yeah. charged place. <laughs> there's, like, nothing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Delaware, I don't yes. know. Yep. We meet up there. Tax-free shopping if yeah, you go There by. we go. Get some perfume. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> Get right in there. Bonding. <laughs> but is there is there any kind of food that you miss from that place? Oh, you know. Is there, like, a specialty meat there, sandwich? Yeah. <laughs> meat sandwiches. God, I miss those. <laughs> They can't get them here. Every town has uh, some kind of thing that they right. think, look at this fa- fabulous sandwich, and it's just adopted from yeah, some other culture but totally. put on the white bread. Of course. Well, I mean, I would say I miss my Mima's ketchup and Wonder Bread sandwiches, but I don't, and that's not a Florida thing. It's just a white trash thing. But, but we, that's an actual your thing? Yeah, that's like a, you know, yeah. they, were, they they didn't, they dropped, they got married when they were like 14 out of high school, yeah. Southern style. You know, it was like the 40s or something. Pioneers. Right. Yeah. True, just the, just standard American pioneers. Um, Processed food pioneers. Mm, God, love them. Ketchup uh, on white bread? Yeah. That's it's like the whitest thing in the world. Um, but I do really love uh, boiled peanuts, hot boiled peanuts. Oh yeah, which are I don't know if you've had them. Before. I've had them. Yeah, see, that's the that and salty cornbread are like I love them so much, and it's not a thing you really get up here. Yeah, salty cornbread I'd go for again. So good. The boiled peanuts. Too much? Why? There's like mm. a wet. That's the that's hot. the part. That's the part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's not, it, yeah, tech, like a Wet, aesthetic. soft. Yeah, like I get it. I get it's a texture thing. But yeah. nothing makes me happier than like a styrofoam cup full of just like steaming hot, mushy peanuts. Especially like on a hot day. I don't know why we would always get those. But Well, Lillian, you're in luck. It's a warm day. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs>
God. <laughs> He's handing me a huge thing of boiled peanuts right now. I've kept this around for four years. <laughs> Preserved. So, uh, Polk City. Yes. Boston. Yeah. Queens. Mm-hmm. You've already lived in a lot of I've great places. Really, yeah, I've really made the jackpot uh, <laughs> geographically. If you could live anywhere... Lillian, where would it be? <laughs> where are you going to do some pioneering? Oh, God. Um, God, I love New York so much, but um, where would I go? I I mean, this is an easy answer, but I do. I went to New Orleans this year, and I had so much fun. It was really cool. But there's nothing left to pioneer there. They've already figured it out. Yeah. You know? Pretty well trodden. They've got it all down. I would just be another, like, idiot. Um, although I was like, God, I could make a killing doing, like, ghost tours. And like bartending, crazy, yep, yep. millionaire, yep. own a home in like a month. Can we get like a, a Kickstarter or something, pa- pa- Patreon, for God. you to go down there and do a ghost tour? Oh I would God. pay for it. I would, t- yeah. I mean, really, I would like sell everything I own and just start over. That's what, like, that would be a really good new origin story. Yeah, I think so too. Like restarting. I gotta go. Uh, I support you in that. It's very <laughs> mystical down there, so I'm all about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I, I was had swept the tea away. leaves down there. Yeah, right? yeah. You got your like fortune told. And here's stuff? what happened. Okay. I walked into the place and I was going to set an appointment, mm-hmm. and then I came back and I got a weird vibe from the place, so I left. Interesting. And I went across the street and I just bought some crystals. Okay. And they were doing past life readings over Ooh. there, and I thought, well, that could be interesting. Sure. Then I, I didn't do you it. Did, you were like, and that's it. That's where it ends. We walked out and we saw one of these ghost tours, and the person was very angry. Oh. He was a very aggressive tour leader. Interesting. And I thought, that's not the way to do that. Yeah. So that's, uh, there's an opening for you down there. Yeah, you got to strike a good balance. Uh, we had a tour guide who, uh, it was he was my favorite, just a ponytail and a gut, and was clearly hammered. And also, all of his ghost stories were like, yeah, and then me and my buddy Jim, we were looking over, and we saw a ghost, and I, we saw a cup fall down. I'm like, you guys were just wasted. Like, it's not like you were in a bar, and you saw a glass fall over. You guys were hammered. It was, But it was really great. We stopped at a lot of bars. I loved it. I think a lot of uh, Sazeracs are yep. responsible for the uh, hauntings exactly. of New Orleans. Exactly. Yeah, I'm like, you guys are just drunk. <laughs> Nothing else is going on here spooky, you know? But it's a great place. Oh, my God, I love it. It's weird, too. I can't it, wait to go back. Don't try to get anything done in a straight line, though. No. Everything yeah. goes a little bit this way and mm-hmm. a little bit that way, and you might see it. Yeah. Don't try to get a cab. No. No, 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 It no. won't show up. No, it will not. <laughs> Bless them. Won't do it. God bless them. Ah, but did you start doing comedy in Boston? I did. Yeah. Did you um, go there for school? I went there for school. I did competitive public speaking, which oh, well. is called forensics, but that sounds like I'm like a CSI person. But that's the name of the like forensics means like to search the search of truth, like to find out, right? Oh. So that not to be like, but that's so that's what they call public speaking, like debate. That kind of thing. The search for the truth. Yeah. So I did that in college, which is just a way lamer drama kid thing, which I was also a drama kid, obviously. You also did the theater at Leon High? Sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. Musicals? Um, no. I was more like a Neil Simon oh. kind of girl. Yeah. It's <laughs> so so good at that age. Ugh. Yeah. You think you're like, I can play a brassy real estate agent who's 50 years old and divorced. Like, what? Um, I tried. Um, it really lands at that age. <laughs> yeah. Like, what am I doing? I right. played Colonel Henry Blake in yeah. MASH. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, 
gosh. The white I, shoe polish in the amazing. hair. Amazing. Yeah. Oh my God, I love it. Yeah, it was in our town, all that stuff. Oh, that one's the worst. I know. That one's the worst play. Just like cracking open fake worst eggs. Worst one. Kill me. I was, oh God. I hated it so much. Doctor's <laughs> wife. Yeah, it was uh, really silly. Grover's Corners. No. That's another place. God, I wish someone Let it could sink. redo it. Yeah. Like a funny. Set it in the swamp. Then it'd be more fun. Yeah. There we go. (laughs) The 70s disco swamp, our town. Like how they, with every Shakespeare, they do that. Perfect. (laughs) Competitive Uh, public speaking sounds like comedy. Um, It was because I didn't take it seriously. Well, Uh, I mean. It was a good way for me to channel, like, my interest and talent, I would say, but I was not particularly interested in, like, putting on a business suit at age, like, 19 Mm -hmm. and, like, competing with kids from Indiana who have nothing else better to do, you know? I do. Like, they were really good. And I was, like, good, but, like, I wasn't, I didn't want to, like, be there doing, like, serious stuff, you know? Um, also, I forgot my speech one time, and I walked out of a room, and I don't think that's ever been done before. Oh, so wow. that was one of the worst. It was bad. Pioneering. Yeah. yeah again. Yeah. Just doing the dumbest stuff ever <laughs> first. So. When, when people of that age get competitive about something like that, it's uh, it can be scary to see. Yeah. It's like a young Republicans recruiting ground, I yeah. feel like, right? Like guys yeah. just getting real like smoking because they think they should. Because adding something like I want to tell the truth but then being competitive about Ugh. it, that's that's to me where I think it gets a little dicey. That's comedy, though. Yes. <laughs> also yes. a true nightmare in its own way. So it was a, an easy transition yes. over to that. To that what You started in, in college doing stand-up? Yeah. Well, I had a, I had a friend uh, in college who I heard. He was like, yeah, I do stand-up comedy. And I think it was one of those things that you never really – I mean, for me anyways, growing up where I did – I. I had never, no one I knew did stand up, yeah. right? That wasn't like a thing, especially mm-hmm. then. Like now I feel like e- everybody's a comedian, but back then nobody did that. And I was like, that's something you can do. And I, I had always wanted to do it. I'd always wanted to do comedy in some way. So uh, that was like totally mind blowing to me. Um, and then I started going to shows and like meeting people. I worked in a coffee shop, so, like, I, some of my customers were like, oh, I do comedy. So I just kind of, like, started hanging out. I hung out for, like, a year just, like, listening to open mics and shows because uh, I don't like to jump in uh, too fast, <laughs> take my goddamn time right. with everything. Se- season it up a little bit. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, But now the forensics was the as a degree – I just mm. want to make sure I'm understanding. Yeah, it's a, like a specialty. I mean, I technically got my degree in like me like media, like okay, like journalism kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But like a, I got like a little scholarship for public speaking, so that was like my little area. Like we traveled around I the see. world, but wow. whatever. Yeah, yeah. How I got myself to Prague, not giving a shit about <laughs> public speaking, I don't know, but testament to that. I and guess. then you're also speaking there. Yeah. Yeah, doing the doing the, whatever the speech was. It was that you... very bleak. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> doing something I didn't want to do in a gray, sad city, just like eating dumplings. It was not oh, a fun. You can trip. do that here. Yeah, yeah. I mean I do all of the time. So much of this has prepared you <laughs> yeah, for life in Queens. So true. It's so true. <laughs> <laughs> now were you a Rick Jenkins kid? Uh yeah, I was. Really? Yeah. I the comedy studio 
uh, a club in in Harvard Square though is now moving. Now moving, yeah. Um, legendary was... Rick, uh, legendary gatekeeper. Yes. Uh, of the comedy scene, nurturer mm-hmm. of was. the comedy scene. There yes. In Boston. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He that the comedy studio for me was like the the place to get in. And when I first got my first date there, I was like more nervous. I mean, it was probably like top 10 nervousness what that's not a thing but i was really nervous about it because it meant a lot but he he always was really and still is very excited about getting new people in and was uh fairly welcoming you know what's the process he has to pass you or something he has to see you um i don't think i mean i obviously like didn't have a tape at that point because i had just started um so I think I just got in by the word of other people. Um, and then I, I was hanging out. You know, you have to hang out and talk yeah. and, like, introduce yourself and all of that. And then there's, like, a, a new talent, whatever, like, Wednesday, where they put all the horrible people and um, who aren't good. And uh, <laughs> But it's always packed because, like, everyone knew and their family's like, my kid does stand up. And they all come and yeah. watch. Um, I think I did okay. I mean, I'm th- I have that tape somewhere, I'm sure, but yikes. I yeah. do not want to look at that right now. But Do you but watch yeah. the Neil Simon plays? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't have those. Somebody does. They'll come out. It'll come day. out at some point when you when you strike it even bigger. Exactly. Yeah. No, the Comedy Studio is an amazing place. I, I was friendly with his, am friendly with his wife. Oh, Kirsten. And, yes, and uh, went to the wedding. Me too. Oh. We were at that wedding we together. Were at, in the basketball court. That's crazy. Wait, no. The one outside his house? Maybe that was something That else. might have been something else. You maybe probably there were was like a reception. real wedding. Eugene did the service? Okay. No, we was at a different thing. Oh, uh, you got the more I got exclusive the, No, I don't thing, think so. Think. If, if Eugene Merman was doing the ceremony, I think you won that one. It was, it was nice. Yeah, totally. It was nice. There was some uh, floating sharks. Inflatable okay. sharks. God, it's in like a community many, center basketball How court. many weird... Oh, I know the one you're talking about. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Gotcha. I think I was at the first one, and then you got the, like the party fun one. It was fun. I mean, I'm honored either way. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I am too. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. But, uh, I, I, you know, I just haven't spent that much time in Boston. Uh, I went to school up there uh, in Rhode Island, but oh, okay. we only would take the bus over a couple times and... Yeah. I don't know, Swan Boats, yeah. Newberry Street. Sure. I don't know. I used to do the opposite. I would go to, to get drunk at Brown and then oh. come and then come back what to was Boston. It Peter Pan? What was that bus? Um Red Rooster? Red no, Rider? They're, they're, what was it called? I don't well there's the I don't know. There was a Peter Pan. It's not the China I mean the Chinatown bus doesn't go there, it's just New York, right? Yeah, well, I right. don't know. I don't yeah. know anymore. But yeah, I don't know what it was. It was something that was specific. You Maybe get just, it, you drive an hour or whatever it was. It's bad news. Yeah, yeah it's bad. Boston is Boston it's is a, a long bus. It's a weird place. It's all weird. <laughs> New England is a, its own special. It is. It is. Um, and uh, I, yeah, I had some good. I've had some good food in Boston. But anyway, I, I'm not going to talk. I won't bore you with thoughts about mashed potatoes. Uh, yeah, there's but, not uh, a lot. Uh, it was all right. Uh, so now, were you working in a vintage store at that point? Wow. Yes. Gosh. Uh, it's all coming up. Uh, yes, I worked at a, a vintage store in Harvard Square. Actually, also a very old uh, institution there, and uh, met a lot of like wackos. And uh, yeah, it was super fun. It was a very strange time. I was just like, Mad Men was. Booming! I was wearing '60s clothes all the time, doing comedy. It was awesome. Do you feel like that was a real uh, a peak in uh, vintage? Because to me, uh, 
a little bit older. Yeah. But, uh, you know, that whole Courtney Love era right. with the silk. Uh, mm-hmm. Why am I thinking about that? No, uh, yeah. It was kind of like vintage teddies or something. Yeah, was a big totally. Deal with, like, like combat boots or whatever. And yeah. And it seemed like there was some kind of 20s influenced yes. thing happening. And that was a real moment mm-hmm. for a thrift store fashion right but then 60s 70s maybe came up a little bit later yeah with mad men i think everyone well everyone was uh like having parties like you know themed parties and stuff like that and also like in a college town like kids are like i want to look like an idiot for halloween i'm gonna go to this vintage store and buy this like 60 dollar beautiful you know like they have no idea but yeah i think i think vintage came back in a big way and uh i think it's still i don't know i don't know if it's quite to me it's i'm not in that world as much anymore so to me it's like calm down but for sure back then i feel like it was a new thing i feel like i was more aware of it then Mm -hmm. yeah and now i feel like everybody's just in jumpsuits and yeah that's like jetpacks yeah the future exactly we're there coveralls for everybody (laughs) a gray sack and we were talking about smells earlier when yeah. you walked in. A vintage store can have a smell, oh, can't it? Oh, for sure. What is that? Just old person? I think, yeah, it's just like decay. Um, <laughs> no, I think it's the 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 like everything to get like I mean, just all of the smells and histories like packed into yeah. one place. It's a lot. I hope it's people like sage. After they, you but know. But it often comes to the same smell. I think that's what's so curious yeah, to me. Yeah, it is weird, isn't it? There's all these different people. Mm-hmm. All their varied lives and ketchup sandwiches. Yeah, and just... Various things. Chain smokers. Yep. Bringing it together always just smells like old clothes. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing, sort of. Just like, <laughs> it is, it's sort of calming, isn't it? That you could walk into any place and it has the same familiar smell, even it, though it's a different place. That's it might be the universal smell of humanity. It is, in one thrift store all across the world. <laughs> That's right. Now, did peering into the clothes and lives and smells mm-hmm. of dead people, being in... Boston, mm-hmm. uh, with the pillbox hats sure. and all dead and all that. Yep. Did that inspire you to look more closely into the JFK assassination? Oh my God! Um, yeah, I uh, became insanely uh, it, transfixed by JFK for whatever. I mean, Boston, obviously, that's like their hometown hero, right? Sure. It's their royalty. Much like James K. Polk. Exactly. Polk Just one extremely famous man to another <laughs> for right. me. Um, right. Yeah, but the Kennedys are Boston royalty. It's, yeah. That's like, but um, my interest in true crime, which I've had, I know it's like really hot right now, but I've had it my whole life probably because of Florida also, mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. like murder central. Yep. Um, but extended to that, and so then, like, you got conspiracy, a glamorous family, and true crime. It's like, what am I not going to... It's got all the elements. It does. I, yeah, that was, God, it was a while ago, but I still, um, I went through a whole, like, I, I, I basically read tons of books, and I came back to my own conclusion that it was just Oxum's Razor, Lee Harvey Oswald killed him. <laughs> yeah. Like, I went the full, I was like, but, and then it's like, no, it's, that's, it's just a guy. That's yeah. the scariest conclusion, that just, like, a dude could right. kill the president. Right. No one wants to think that. I think with all conspiracy theories, that's what it ends up being. Yeah. I appreciate the story. I like that we love stories yes. and that we want to invent something for ourselves to understand the complicated uh, paths of existence. Right. But, but truly, it's just the facts are the facts, and the, the simplest answer is always 
that, for sure. That's it. I do think that RFK was maybe murdered by Sirhan Sirhan via mind control from Onassis, but that's like my only weird one. So, as I said, keep to the simplest answer, <laughs> <laughs> and that's usually it. Some people get caught up with all this, with right. the powers and the mm-hmm. uh, the Illuminati and all that. And look, I like it. Yeah, I'll go with you totally. for it. I like uh, odd symbols and all that yeah. kind of stuff. And why is that eyeball up there? Um, and I like secret societies. Sure. sure. People need something to do. Absolutely. Most of life is boring. Yes. Let's dress up fun and, you know, light a fire. For sure. <laughs> let, For let, sure. Let's do it. And certainly greed is at the heart of so many things. Yes. But I don't think there's a conspiracy around that per se. Mm-hmm. It's just people in power want to stay in power. Totally. People with money want to keep money. And listen, I don't know, sometimes I just want to sit on a crystal. Yeah. Be done with it. <laughs> You know? Yeah, I feel you. Just get through it. Absolutely. Do you have a favorite conspiracy other than JFK? Um, Something you can open yourself up to and let the mind wander? Let the mind wander? Gosh, you know, well, I I feel like I mostly stick to, like, political stuff because there's a lot written about that. And I'm trying to think of any other, like, weirdo – I mean – I don't know. Are you, like, into aliens at all? Sure. I mean, I don't know. I'm not super, but, like, do you think the government is covering up that stuff? Like, do you think that they know something we don't? No. No? I don't think they're that smart. Really? I think they're not organized, and mm. they're not very smart. Yeah. And, I, 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 I mean, you look at that whole path of what has to happen for there to be alien visitation, <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know. Do I think that they're here and among us? Sure. Yeah, really? Sure. Do like I think the government life. is covering it up? Eh, I don't know. Maybe that's a conspiracy Maybe. I want to believe in, that the government is smart and capable and that they can hide things from us. <laughs> but maybe that's, you know, that's like the ultimate fairy tale. I don't know. Damn it. I don't know. Some of these guys... <laughs> Now, I mean, maybe in the 50s it yeah. was easier. Maybe there was just less attention oh, paid to Oh, for things. sure. You could kill a man in broad daylight and get away with it. <laughs> yeah. Glory days, I call them. Good old Florida. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Maybe. No, I don't know. I do believe they're there. <clears throat> really? I don't know why they'd want to come here. No, I know. There's so water. many other better planets. It's going to be imagine. water. Yeah? Sure. Okay. There's something coming out, though, about it, right? Like, a new dude is, like, into... I don't know. I really a new sh- dude? <laughs> there's a new dude, and I will tell you all about him. He loves aliens. He knows all about him. No, there's something going on. This is, like, literally a thing I saw, like, on BuzzFeed that I skipped over. I don't yeah. even know why I'm starting to talk about this, because I have no idea what I'm talking about. But there's gonna something's going to come out soon. It can't not, right? I tell you this, though. What? Again, simplest answer. I know. Pyramids. Pyramids got to be guided by extraterrestrials. Okay. You think so? Yeah. Really? Yeah. You don't believe that people could build those? I believe people could build them, but... Uh, they didn't. I, I mean, I think they were given some guidance. Okay. You can see them from space. Yeah. All those things that you can see from space, I think, why would you make that? No one could fly. No one could get up that high. Interesting. You watch a lot of ancient aliens, huh? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I'll buy it. I mean, I'll I'll consider it. I get the crop circles are just a couple of English guys with a plank walking sure. in a circle. But I think some of those larger things, those large, massive land pieces, yeah. who is that for? I mean, The one, gods? Yeah. One time I walked out uh, in the morning, my dad was like, come and check this thing out. And he had mowed uh, 
crop circle in our yard and thought it was so funny, but I didn't understand what he was showing me. And I was like, you did a shitty job mowing. I'm like, what's the deal, dad? He's like, no, it's a crop. Okay, forget it. You know what I mean? Like he, it was like a funny, it's a funny joke that I ruined, but I guess I don't believe in those. I wonder if he ever recovered from that. He's in a home now. Uh, no, he's not. He's not. <laughs> that's, that's a tough wound when you're so excited I know. to share something with your daughter Ugh. looking for any point of connection. Thank God I'll never know that feeling. <laughs> Childless for life. Oh, is that the plan? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, who can afford it in this day and age? No, I got to go to, you know, I got to go get drinks. I yep. can't have kids. No. Got to choose one. Yep. You know? I don't know. Yeah, no, you've got a lot of trains to ride. Yeah, exactly. For you don't 12 want to be hours. dealing with that stroller and no, all that no, stuff. No, 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 no. No, uh, no. So, but speaking of that, what gets you worked up? Oh, gods. Aliens? Like, really everything. I mean, what doesn't get me angry all of the time? Um, I'm trying to think of uh, what, I mean... You can pick something that gives you great joy, too. I don't mean to box you into oh my a God, corner no. of anger. It's far easier for me to think <laughs> of something that makes me very angry all of the time. Um, I There's a Moldovan restaurant that I have a feud with in my neighborhood that gets me riled up. That's like a constant. It's like a very stupid war I have with them. Yeah. <laughs> What's a, with, what's a Moldovan specialty? Well, I don't know because I'll never fucking go in that wow. place. Wow. Um, this really uh, it, cut to the core. It is a real... Uh, I think they serve a lot of meat soups, like mm. tripe. Mm. Um, <laughs> but it's a, it's called Boon. That's the name of the restaurant. Yeah. Do they serve baboon meat? I, again, don't know. Nobody I knows. do not know. Yeah. Uh, but they are um, very loud and at the point to where it's like there's it's like six in the morning and there are Moldovan children with like frosted tips. In Moldovan culture, they dye their children's hair very young, I think, is okay. what happens. <laughs> but anyways, I go over. I have to go down and into a Moldovan restaurant. At, I'm not exaggerating. Six in the morning on like a Tuesday and I have to be like, guys, you have to shut this down. And kids are like, did you call the cops on us? And I'm like, yeah, kid, I did. Like, it's like a really intense so th- this, thing. So uh, this um, war, as you've said. It is said, absolutely uh, a war. Th- <laughs> this, is, uh, this stems from noise and uh, close proximity to the restaurant, not necessarily going in there and having a bad experience with the food. Oh, God, no. What if that were it? What if I were like, I had just the, I just had a subpar meal at this Moldovan restaurant, and it is my, you know, I'm going to go back there every night and let them know. I actually have a $100 gift certificate to Boone because I've complained <laughs> so much. So if anyone wants to come out to Queens and go to uh, Boone with me, I've got $100. I'm sure they'll spit in our food. But it could be fun. Yeah. Who who knows? Yeah. But that is a real, it's like a constant, I'm always got my eyes on. They're just right across the street, so. Oh, I see. So it keeps you up. They're just, yeah, it's trashy Eastern European. Did you know that uh, that it's actually the least visited country in Europe? <laughs> well, I don't know if you can believe it. Um, Moldo, yeah. So yeah, just yeah, so you, that I, gives you an idea yeah. of how hated they are in their own country <laughs> oh, well. and also to me. <laughs> I also I, don't like Italian. So, you know, I've got a lot. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I, I'm slightly worried that uh, my car tires will be knifed. Uh, <laughs> if you're too loud, but, yes. Yes, okay, yeah. So. But I want, I want to be clear. 
I have no uh, uh, beef with Boone. Okay. I'm sorry they're giving you uh, problems. It's um, fine. But again, I have no problem okay. with them. Okay. Uh, and the Moldovan people, I'm Are... sure, have a rich and beautiful <laughs> history. You're probably right. You're probably right. Well, maybe maybe it's just loud. Maybe it's, it's New York, New York City. Is loud. New York is loud. That's it. And I was warm the other day. I opened up the window. I thought, how do people do this? It's nuts. All the constant honking and sirens. Mm-hmm. Go easy. I know. I know. Just let it happen. It's a vibrant city, but sometimes it's a little too vibrant. You know, we have to remember that there's other people around us. Thank you. It's hard. Yes. It's hard. Of course, you go out to nature or something to get away from. You open sure. up the window. You're like, oh, my God, <laughs> these birds. Like, Come what, on. What is that, a bug? Cricket, cool it. My favorite thing is to yell shut up to birds. I think it's so funny because <laughs> you're just like, will you shut up? You know, it's like a chirping, like pleasant. It's so funny to me, but <laughs> probably no one else. Well, that could be a nice web series for you. <laughs> Woman yells at animals. Everyone's like, why are we watching this? This is terrible. I gather you also don't like, uh, or maybe you do like, I should say, uh, you're a fan of the terrible comedy flyer. Oh, yeah. This is um, something I've just made public because I didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings, but now I decided that I don't care. Um, there is a trend, and I, I, I'm sure it is absolutely with every. There's probably like gemstone collectors who are like, "Can you believe the gemstone festival flyer this year?" Like, don't and, get me started. You know, like, yeah. come on. <laughs> but in every artistic world or whatever world, there's you have to put up uh, advertisements. But comedy, for some reason, the people it attracts. It is just the worst graphic design you could possibly imagine. Like, you you think sometimes musicians are probably like, oh, these guys are cool or, you know, whatever. They can they have some sort of artistic background usually, um, which might mean they're good at design. But comics usually do not have that background, uh, and they just don't know how to uh, post, like, a JPEG without stretching it out and a thousand different decals and too too much information. Like, they'll put the, the year of the comedy show on the flyer. You know, just needless things. That's nice for your scrapbook, though. Right. I mean, if you want to cut it out and be like, this is the one time I did stand-up comedy... <laughs> forever i will stop after this but it is it's a true joy of mine of finding just the worst multi-layered terribly designed like wrong information flyer it's it's a really beautiful thing i really like when they have maybe a uh gray dungeon wall <laughs> yeah. and fire oh it's often a combination like this is it's almost like the stand up stereotypical brick wall right but then a dungeon because it's gray cuz maybe it looks better i yeah. don't know and then fire and like a this microphone fire. yeah just a microphone, and a microphone and like a cityscape in the back or that's, something that's right oh my god there's a lot of uh podcast i'm in a little bit in the podcast industry and you see a lot of the logos for that <sighs> vintage microphone oh god guys who uses a vintage microphone yeah. anymore yeah you're like uh yeah we're a bing crosby <laughs> that's, that's right. uh podcast <laughs> jesus Ah, a lot of bad fonts out there. Oh, God, I can't. And, like, obviously it's a taste thing, and I'm not trying to be elitist with, like, you know, you don't have to have the coolest flyer, but it's also just, like, guys, we don't, like, just keep it, keep it simple, simple, you simple. know? It's really not that hard. Yeah, but get a nice Helvetica. Yeah, just sans pop or serif, you know? Yeah, just pop it in. Whatever you Do want. a little bit bold, do a little bit regular. Yeah, yeah, not 45 fonts. 
electric green. Yeah, no, God, oh, I'm getting a headache thinking about it. <laughs> but you have to pick your picture carefully, too, don't you, as a comedian? Sure. I mean, that's your calling card. That's your image. That's what people think of you. Right. Has to suggest something. Right. So maybe you've got a Mindy Tucker and you can put that out there. Sure. Great. Sure. Everyone Mind- loves a Mindy. Everybody loves a Mindy. I know. It's She's thing. wonderful. She, is. she uh, is. But sometimes people have... And there are a lot of old headshots going around. A lot, some people just have bad ones. Yeah. There was a flyer I saw where you think like, oh, or sometimes the producers don't ask you what photo that you want. But there was one where a guy was just looking down at his shirt. And I was like, why? <laughs> like, why? Is that his thing? He's like the guy who always has something on his shirt. Like, no, it's just a t- like, just people don't think about these things. And it makes me laugh a lot, but it's a terrible flyer. Maybe his comedy is about loss. <laughs> You're right. I'm sh- I'm being too judgy about it. You're right. <laughs> no, it is. It's I a mean, very... <laughs> I still wouldn't pick that picture. But... Yeah. <laughs> it sounds a little bad. Ugh. There was one that uh, I feel like some club owners also like to get after the stand-up. And they know it's a bad picture, and they yep. keep using the bad picture. Oh, interesting. <laughs> it's an old joke to have, like, your 90s headshot constantly reused. I love that so oh, yeah. much. It's really good. It's really There's good. a couple of the yeah. uh, uh, longtime professionals mm-hmm. in this uh, business, and I know when that picture was taken. You're like, if it's black and white, <laughs> let's maybe switch it up. Get a color, Get someone to watercolor that. You and know. it's every, I mean, fine if you're a well known person and you don't really need the picture to sell tickets anyway. But sure. Really? Still, yeah. Yeah. Still with the pink sweatshirt? Oh, my God. On the guys. rooftop? <laughs> <clears throat> Anyhow, <laughs> I won't say it. Uh, but sometime her agent will get back to me. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> I guess being from Florida. Yes. And I've been down there. Uh-huh. And when I'm down there, I've had nice interactions with dolphins. <laughs> yeah. You're a proponent, though, of interspecies relationships. God, I didn't think this would come up here. But, uh, yeah, I have, um, I've just, you know, there's a lot of, uh, there's actually some, po- well, I feel like a lot of people learned about these via podcasts, right? Yeah, there's yeah. a, there's a um, what's the NPR one with Jad Abramman? Oh, oh, the Radio Lab. Radio Lab. There was a Radio Lab a few years back about a doctor who was researching dolphins and then she was speaking out about her interactions with the dolphin how she felt that the dolphin was requesting a sexual encounter with her and then she did and people got really upset about it and I'm kind of just like you know all, first of all there's a lot we don't know about animals minds I feel like we're constantly discovering like oh yeah plants talk to each other we've right. just been cutting them this whole time dolphins super smart they can get themselves high. They, like, help each other. There's, I don't know, there's a million different stories. But anyways, I just feel like dolphins uh, can cons- give consent, which I feel like people are challenging me on, but I'm going to stand by my statement. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. Because I have always thought that dolphins, what I've read of them, yeah. that they're very aggressive sure. sexually yep. towards humans. Yeah. And they want a bone. Right. If they see you're out there swimming, yeah. they're coming after you. <laughs> yeah. And uh, but I hadn't thought about them then granting uh, consent to an eager mm. uh, person. Yeah, I mean you'll hear about shark attacks, but dolphin assault you don't ever read about it's that. It's not as you much, know, it's but it's hidden. there. It's there. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of. I mean, it's obviously like kind of a joke, but I also I'm just like I don't know. Like, wh- I, I, 
we're all talking about gender and sexuality so much. Like, why don't we just like extend it into extend it. a few different realms? Everyone's so uptight about it. I don't get the big deal. And then everyone's like, Lillian, what about pigs? They're smart. And I'm like, let me think about it. You know, like, I don't want to say yes, but <laughs> no, that's awful. I don't. <laughs> dolphins. Okay. I said this at a show once. I was talking about dolphins. And then a scientist was in the audience and Uh-oh. he said, they are, they want it. And I was like, thank you, sir. See, that's what I think I'm going for. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. They are horny. Yeah. yeah. With their glistening, muscular bodies in the ocean, free roaming. Yeah. Come on. Always guys. sending um, waves at pieces of copper. Totally. They're yeah. they're going they're nuts out there. And like let's not be close minded to, you know, a potentially fun thing that we could all indulge in. When two dolphins do it, is it uh, is it like this? Mm. I'm making a picture of like a V, where like a the point v. of contact would no. be genitalia. No, I think it's like a like a classic two animal. curves, like yeah. a rainbow. Yeah, exactly, like a beautiful rainbow. <laughs> oh, yes. that's nice. That's gonna be my tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have two do- dolphins jumping. No, no, no. They are having sex, but it's really meaningful to They're me. Having beautiful consensual sex <laughs> with each other. Exactly. Exactly. What do you think is the sexiest mammal? God, I mean, obviously dolphins, yeah, one. number one. Okay, number, number one, two. dolphins. <laughs> number two, it's tough because you don't want to get too close to home, you know. I <laughs> 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 feel like I need to, like, stretch out a little bit. I you mean, say no to the chimps. Yeah, I mean, yeah. two, yeah. Two, they can bartend, for crying out loud. Like, I don't need that. You know, yeah. like, it's like, it'd be like talking to another person, and you should just make it as exotic as you can. Yeah. I don't know, bears maybe. Yeah. Right? They're so they seem so masculine to me, I guess for me personally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right? Sure. I think a panther or a lynx. Oh yeah, you're right. That's a better the cats are a good one too. But that's, but that's to me feminine that's energy. That's more feminine energy. So, absolutely. We're on the same page though, just different. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think a mountain or a jungle cat that would be mm-hmm. be for me prowling about. Sure, yeah. Always just giving those glowing eyes. Slinking. At night. Yeah. <laughs> Dropping off dead rodents. <laughs> yeah. At your doorstep. <laughs> lounging during the day. We'd yeah, make a go of it. Totally. I think that's for me. I'm pro. Uh, this is a, a question. To, I have a personal interest in it, but um, I think my wife might be a grifter. Um, <laughs> uh, she'll come back from a trip and then she'll bring me a magnet from the airport. And I think, well, maybe she's all right. Yeah. yeah. But uh, have you had doubts about people you've dated ever? Um. Yeah, I you mean, know. like if they're secretly doing something or humans. I mean, not uh, oh, not, right, not, not my interspecies <laughs> situations. Um, doubts about people I've dated. Um, yeah, I think I. I mean, I for sure dated a sociopath. If that's that what counts. That I mean, you know what I mean. But I was I very young, and I feel like a lot of younger people fall for a sociopath. Yeah, you know, that's yeah. like they're they're good at it. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't think of anything else that maybe someone would be pulling over on me. Sometimes you never know. Yeah, that's a thing. I mean, I probably. God, is there anyone? I don't think so. That's good. Then you're making good choices. I, I mean, I think I just peace out before I find anything bad, <laughs> actually bad. You know. But a grifter would be great. That's a good story. We'll see. All right. Yeah, you're like, it's my life, so it's not a story. But. Relationships are hard. Um, so you've got some stand-up shows? 
Yeah, um, I host a host show. Two. Yeah, I host two shows. Um, one is every Monday at Pink's in the East Village with um, Mehran Kagnani. I don't know if you know him. Sure, he's been a guest on this show. Great. Yeah. He's amazing. We have a classic duo of like a huge gay Iranian man and like me. I just, I don't know what the, that's, but it's a classic pairing. Yep, yep. Um, and that's a really, we get like the best Best people like Todd Berry came by this week. It was super fun. Like you never know who's going to come in. It's a great time, and you can watch me be humiliated um, by Mehran, which is great. <laughs> and then every month I host a show with Emily Panic at uh, Max Fish, and that's the next one is on Mother's Day actually. Oh, very so nice. Which will be very fun. That show, is is it going to be a Mother's Day theme? Um, I think ultimately it will have to be. Ultimately yeah. it always is, it, isn't you know, it? Every day is Mother's Day <laughs> to most of us. Yes. Yeah, it's going to be great. Well, it's I really meant fun. most comedy. Yeah, no, it? absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yes, for sure. For sure. Uh, well, what's an essential night on the town with Lillian look like? Oh, goodness. Just out there doing your thing. Being, doing my Pursuing thing. your joy and your bliss. Wow. Um, I would have to say it would be a combination of um, having some, like, actually decent wine yeah right like some just some nice like natural wine like at a good decent place uh like maybe a quick snack and then we hit like um a real dive bar where i can hear classic rock which is like my other dumb florida passion yeah truly yeah you know aviators and almond brothers god rest my soul but you got um, like an airbrush t-shirt or something yeah of course yeah good. yes okay. absolutely I do. with that tied braids mm-hmm. on the sleeve yes nice. those those were daytona beach's <laughs> finest accessories yeah. I, I spent many a summer there um see by the time they they made that up to pennsylvania it was just sad yeah they're like this is yeah you ha- <laughs> you're on meth i'm sorry not, yeah it's not a good look <laughs> i'm sorry to tell you <laughs> Yeah, but I love a good dive bar, get a rolling rock, um, and just, like, talk to weirdos, you know. Yeah. And then be home by, like, no later than 1 a.m., you know. Mm-hmm. That's my real. Yep. Yeah. Then High and low in restaurant. one night. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yep. And you ever do any witchcraft? Um, Yeah, I've dabbled because, you know, every girl now has to be, or, you know, everyone in general, I feel like, is getting witchy. That's why I have to ask. Yeah, you yeah. have to just get it out of the way. Yeah. Uh, yeah there's I'm a part great... of a warlock group. So oh, I have great. To... Yeah. Fabulous. Yeah. yeah, I got some, I got a potion. I burn a lot of herbs. I've got crystals. I mean, it can't hurt is what I always, I mean, yeah. may... I mean maybe I can, but I only do positive things, so I don't, like, wish ill that's the key, isn't it? Yeah. I also won't get the stone that promises uh, fortune or money, Ooh, material things. I don't want that. Like a monkey's paw situation. Yeah. It'd be bad. <laughs> sure. Yeah. It'd be bad. Yeah. No, I think that's wise. Yeah. For sure. I'm so far into it. Today I thought, I got to charge those things. Yeah. You got to charge them. <laughs> that's charge amazing. The <laughs> There's that place in Chinatown where you can go charge your crystals. They have oh, a yeah. chair that you sit in and then they read your aura. Yeah. So cool. Uh, magic uh, jewelry. jewelry. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have your aura taken? Yeah. Recently? Um, like a year ago. Oh yeah. They they gave me they were like, uh, you look tired and you're really focused on, on your career. I'm like, that is New York City. That is <laughs> every person here, but thank you for your accurate reading. Yeah. Appreciate what was the color? Um, I think it was like green. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Mine was just an orange, and they were like, well, you're very busy with lots oh, of things. See? I was like, yes. God damn it. Oh, man. Run 20 bucks, real... I yeah. won't get back. Fine. Oh, well, that's a nice picture. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'm going to certainly be casting some spells of good fortune your way. Thank Lillian, you. Lillian, it's been so nice to have you. 
here, and uh, good luck with all these shows and everything, and everything that's happening. Thank Thanks. you so much. This was so fun. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Continued success. And there we go. If I could be any article of clothing, I'd be a hat. Just a dependable all-weather hat. You could wear me or not. Our relationship is open and built on trust. I enjoyed talking with Lillian. And uh, please go check out one of her many shows when you can. Uh, we have a show coming up as well. Oh, the season finale of this program. Ten seasons coming to an end. And it's happening on Wednesday, May 16th at 8 p.m. at the world-famous Lever Room in New York City. Join me as I welcome Dolly Wells, Joan Wasser from Jonas Policewoman, Adina Verson, Courtney Farrington, and Emily Panic. We're also going to have music uh, on the keys from Ben Kling. Tickets are available now and up on the Slipper Room website or on deepnightshow.com. Lucky numbers for the week are 5, 3, and 1, which correspond to the number of Chinese herbs I have to take for shingles relief. 3 is the number of the week. Uh, that it's been since I discovered I had the shingles and I still feel itchy. And one is the number of cannabis lotions I ordered from some high-end place to ease my daily pain and headaches. I saw that Jessica Seinfeld uses it on Instagram, and I thought, oh, what's another 50 bucks? Personalized reading this week goes out to Alonzo Capizzi in DeGraw Heights, Virginia. We're actually sitting on a sand gold mine. <laughs> And that'll do it for us this week. Dream of alligators, friends. Be cautious around dolphins. And remember that although this night is ending, a bright new day is just ahead. Deep Night is brought to you by the Guana Souvenir Shop in Brooklyn and McGinty Salt Lamp Emporium and Discount Flooring in Bay Ridge. Simply the best for a good night's rest. Two things a body needs, a floor and some salt. McGinty's. Deep Night Season 10, podcast icon by Kelsey Roten. Season 10 theme by Zach Gabbard. Music throughout the show by the talented roster at Howler Hills Farm. And a few weird things at the top of the show that I just download for cash from the internet. Venue support provided by the Slipper Room in New York City and recording studio services provided by Harvestworks in Soho. Thanks to all of my guests, Deep Night is independently produced and performed by James Bewley. Thank you for listening and please consider rating and reviewing the show on whatever podcasting forum you're participating in but especially on Apple Podcasts, which does a great deal toward making Dale feel great. That's me. When he gets up, or is it? When he gets up in the morning for his son's salutations. Are you the best? You are. Close the portal. <laughs>